Episode 7, Interview with Little Dicky, My Personally Collared Slave. Creating a Successful Close DS Relationship While Gaining Personal Growth and Learning. Welcome to Lightworkers Who Play in the Dark, where we bring the darkness into the light. I'm your host, Mistress Damiana Chi, and I've been a professional dominatrix for over two decades. I'm also a certified sexologist and a kink life coach. I hold a PhD and a master's degree in psychology. I am the founder of the Evolutionary Dominatrix Academy and the creator of Conscious Kink Community. These podcast episodes will feature different themes like Q&As, where I answer kink-related questions from my listeners, topic interviews with people in the BDSM community, and femdom psychodrama scenes in which I dominate a submissive while you listen in as we get into some dom space and subspace together. Now, let's get on with the episode. The DS relationship that I have with Little Dicky has been one of the most unpredictable and fulfilling ones I've ever experienced. It really taught me how little I knew about how deep and diverse DS relationships can be. If Dicky were someone I met in the vanilla world, I would have zero interest in getting to know him because we seemingly have nothing in common. If he stood next to me in a Starbucks, he would be invisible to me. But because we were fortunate enough to meet in a kink context, he has become one of the most important people in my life. If it weren't for kink, I would probably not have the good fortune of knowing and appreciating the many beautiful souls who have touched my life over the years. Kink and BDSM is a huge bonding element in most of my friendships. It is because kink cuts through all the superficial facades and straight to a soul connection. It gets real and deep, real fast. My relationship with Dickie illustrates how a relationship based in kink and BDSM is not about sex. It's not about monetary or selfish gain. It's about connection, having fun, freedom of expression, acceptance, and bonding. It's interesting that a dynamic based in quote-unquote role play brings people closer faster than anything else. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about the importance of communication in BDSM relationships. And today we have my special guest, Slave Little Dickie. Say hello, little Dickie. Hello, everyone. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes. So I chose little Dickie to be my guest today to talk about relationships because I thought our relationship would be uh, an interesting one to talk about. We've had quite a journey in ours. Um, so, and it's, it's taught us both a lot. So I thought I'd, I'd share it with you and um, so we could talk about, talk about it. A little bit about, about Dickie is, um, so how we met is we met eight and a half years ago. He came to me as a client, um, as my, uh, you know, in my professional dominatrix business, he came to me as a client to see me for a BDSM session. And when we first met, he was, you know, very professional. I could tell he, I, I could tell he was intelligent and that he was, you know, I didn't ask him what he did, but I could tell that he was, he, he did something, um, high level because of his, the way he presented himself. So 
we had a session. It was fine. You know, at the end of the session, he said, thanks, bye. <laughs> and that was that. And I thought, okay. Um, you know, he doesn't have much to say. Sometimes people have a little bit more to say than thanks, bye, and walk straight out the door. But <laughs> um, so, I, you know, he was a nice enough guy. And we we didn't particularly have any kind of feelings about one another in particular at the beginning. It was just, it was just kind of generic, I would say. Wouldn't you agree, Dickie? That was my goal at the time, mistress, but it's changed a lot. <laughs> it's changed a lot. It's changed so much. Um, now I'm just going to fast forward a little bit just to give you an idea of, uh, of our relationship now, eight and a half years ago. He is now my personally colored slave. He's been colored for three and a half years and our relationship since he's been colored has, I mean, there was an evolution um, and growth to the to the point where he, when he got collared, because it took, you know, it took a couple years for us to kind of have a relationship as mistress and client for a while, and then, and then maybe three years in, or, or maybe even four years in, he did, he expressed a desire to become my slave. And I said, well, you're gonna have to work, you're gonna have to work for that title. You know, that's a very coveted title as my slave. So, um, but he worked hard for it and he proved it to me that, that he was willing to be what I wanted him to be, to earn that. And so he did. Um, but then even after he earned the collar, our relationship has evolved hugely. Just, it's just changed so much. We are now at the point where we're so close. We're, you know, Dickie is one of the most important people in my life. Um, not only as my personal slave, but he's, he's one of my closest friends. Um, and, um, but, but we still have our, we still have our, our, our play relationship, our dynamic as Mr. Sin slave is, is, is there all the time. It's always there. It's, it's there uh, the framework in which we live. And so that's always there, but you know, underneath all mistress slave relationships and all mistress sub relationships is a friendship. There's got to be, otherwise it, it just, it's, it's not authentic. It doesn't work. Um, so let's, let's get into it a little bit. Uh, you, you were saying Dickie that, it was your goal not to get into a relationship when we first met. So why was that? So um, I had a divorce. Uh, my ex-wife and I did BDSM. Uh, the divorce had nothing to do with BDSM. After my divorce, I dated a fair number of women. None of them were interested in BDSM. And I found the relationship stressful. And so um, in my head... When I approached Mistress Damiana as the first uh, pro-dom I ever saw, uh, I was looking to do BDSM and to have no stress because I would have no relationship. But as time and contact moved on, um, I developed feelings for her. And so it's, um, it was my goal at the time to have no relationship. It's my goal now to have the same relationship or even better that we have now forever. Mm. And I feel the same. And it wasn't that I, 
you know, what was seeking a relationship with little D little Dickie as well. Um, you know, cause even though, you know, as, as pro doms, we want to stay very professional. So for the most part, I don't really form, um, you know, I form very deep connections with my subs, but as far as a college slave relationship, that's very few and far between. So I choose very, very carefully and it doesn't happen often. Um, and I would say that the relationship sort of chose us instead of us choosing to have it. <laughs> I agree 100%. It just happened. It was organic and, um, I had no control over it. It developed. Yeah. It developed and it is, it developed in a surprising way as well, because we had a lot of ups and downs. Um, again, I chose this relationship to talk about in, in this episode because we've had a, quite a lot of conflict in our journey, along our journey. <laughs> um, you know, there was a point where there was almost a split you know, there's a point where we almost said, you know, this is not working out and goodbye. It was really, really close to that. Um, but at that point, it was my desire to want to, to want it and your desire to want it that you, you to, to want to make this work overrided losing it, you know, losing it was not, was just when we were faced with that option, to me, losing it wasn't, it just wasn't an so, option. You know, I couldn't see my life without. So without, may I say you know. something about that? I, I think that yes. we reached a point where we both maybe wanted to walk away, but we weren't able to. And because we couldn't do that, we made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was really hard times. There was, there was times where we caused each other a lot of pain, um, in the relationship. And, you know, to be fair, there, there was, there's text fighting <laughs> going on, which that's not a good way to communicate. Um, misunderstandings always happen in, in those. And so that, that was happening. But I would say that the amount of growth that we've had um, the amount of personal growth within ourselves and the, uh, the amount of growth that our relationship has, has grown to is just, it's just been exponential. Be, you know, the way we resolve conflict now, it's just, it's a smoother, um, process, quicker recovery. We're not as antagonistic. We're not as we just don't want to be as hurtful towards each other. And, you know, knowing little Dickie and having this relationship with him has really taught me a lot about how to be a person. And it really just, it, it helped me check my, you know, keep my ego in check because sometimes, you know, as, as doms, um, our ego can get in the way if we don't want, if we're not aware of it, kind of like, I'm the mistress. You should not be talking to me this way. And, you know, <laughs> it was, it was like that, you know? So I just want to say that whenever we have 
a thought in our mind or a feeling that starts with, how dare you? <laughs> like, how dare you talk to me this way? Or how dare you even? So whenever that happens, whether it be in the mind or out of your mouth, that means your ego's getting in the way. <laughs> um, and when ego's in the way, the relationship can't develop. It just can't. So I've, I've learned a lot about how to just be a better person throughout so, this. So may I respond to that, mistress? So yes, you um, may. I agree with everything she's, mistress Damiana said. Um, there was a time when, um, if I, if I said something to her that, that, um, was in a, and you can talk to yeah, me. Yes, Mistress. Talk to me directly. You okay. will recall that there were times when I would communicate with you in a way that was very abrupt and not polite or respectful. I remember texting you once, I'm mad at you. And you would respond. Mm -hmm. More than once. <laughs> you, yes, I agree. Um, and you would respond with um, the exact attitude you just described, which is, don't you ever send me another text like that. Which only made me want to f push back because uh, of the nature of my personality and our fights would escalate. And over time, mm -hmm. you and I have learned instead of escalating fights to de-escalate them. And so that when I, I would never send you a text now that says I'm mad at you. I, I, if I would talk to you. I would tell you this is how I feel. I have these feelings. Um, and I would do it in a respectful way, and you would 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 take it into account. You wouldn't let your ego make you go. How dare you, little dicky, um, tell me you're not happy about something I did? How dare you? You wouldn't do that. And I think that you and I have each grown as people uh, in that sense because I certainly feel um, more capable of dealing with conflict in a non-confrontational way in personal relationships than I did before. And I believe... In general, in your life? Um, I think that's true. Although, I, I mean, I, I, I don't have a lot of conflict in my, in my real life, um, generally. Uh, but I do think that it's taught me to be less impulsive and less impatient and to think about what I'm going to say more before I say it. Because as you know, mistress, um, I'm, I have been a very impulsive human being um, and um, <laughs> have, you know, fired text to you in the past in a way that was impulsive. Um, and I think that because you and I value our relationship, we've each tried to work through that in ways that neither of us wants to blow up our relationship, in my opinion. And so we try... Not to do things that will make things worse, and we always try to do things that will make them better. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's something that was, I was going to say that you reminded me of. Gosh, I lost it. <laughs> um, we talk about this a lot. You know, um, Dick and I, we. Before things got better, I was in a place of, you know, like I said, my ego got in the way and things like that. Um, 
what I learned was what I learned a lot from D- little Dickie is that, you know, he's someone that he, he, he tends to speak his mind a lot more than other subs. And I wasn't used to that. I was used to subs, you just being very respectful. And, you know, if they had thoughts, they would just hold them back and all of that. Um, and which is fine. I mean, that's, you know, let that's, that makes, that makes it for so much more enjoyable for the Tom. Right. Um, but when, when Dickie, when, when he and I are having conflicts, whenever we come into session and there's something in the air, like there's something unresolved, it has to be talked about. So, you know, communication has been, um, very, very helpful for our relationship in general as two human beings who care about each other and in our play, because we can't go, we can't even go into play unless those things are smoothed out. And, you know, this has happened several, several times where we've had something, something bothering us. And then, um, coming to each other and facing each other with an issue is often very uncomfortable, you know, in the beginning, but every single time, every time we do this and we talk it out, we become closer and then it makes our play more intimate and we've built upon that. Would you agree? I agree completely. Um, and, and, and I will say that um, I value that you won't jump into play or a session when there are lingering issues between us, because I think that could lead to difficulties where we always talk through things. And um, that we do that has made me trust you more and feel closer to you and more connected. Because I know that if you do something intense to me in a session, it's never out of a wrong place. It's always out of like, this is what we're doing because all the things that we were worried about in the past have been resolved before we start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our play, wow, our play has gotten so intense. You know, since we've gotten closer like this, the dynamic of how we play, and we're not going to de- um, de- talk about the intimate details of our play or our dynamic, because both are very, very intimate. Um, I mean, we play hard. <laughs> There's a lot of pretty, like, far out stuff that we do. And, but because the trust between us has been built up so high, we can go to those places. And I've opened up myself you know, as you know, to, to explore things that I normally don't. And, and the same has happened with you. That is certainly true. And our play has definitely progressed. Um, and I, I don't know if I should share this, but since it's about communication, uh, I will say that, uh, I am known for my drunk texts, which I send to, <laughs> um, Mr. Stamiana saying, would you like to do this or can we do that? And um, it, it's it it, it it furthers the BDSM aspect of our relationship, the, that communication, as well as the other communication we've been talking about, that furthers our emotional and personal relationship. 
So open mm-hmm. communication with, with you, mistress, um, has uh, been something that's really made our relationship blossom. Right. It has. So I don't think I said this about you, but you are not a natural submissive. <laughs> you are a natural bottom. Um, and so for listeners out there to, to just explain a little bit about the, the difference between submissive and bottom, um, a, a bottom is like a lot of clients who come to, to see professional doms. They have a fantasy or they have kinks or they have fetishes that they want to explore or play out. And they request this um, and say, you know, mistress, will you do these things to me? And then the mistress does them. And, um, you know, even though the, the role play during the scene is, is where the, the, the bottom is, might be playing a submissive role, but there's, there's not a natural tendency. There's not a natural, um, feeling of submissiveness in general. So, Little Dickie is very not, very much not uh, a natural submissive <laughs> in his in his personal life, or even you know in 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 the BDSM world. He's he's only submissive to me, and the submissiveness has grown because of the intimacy and closeness. That's completely true, Mistress. I I, um, I am only submissive to you, um, and it's based on a personal relationship that we have. Um, there are other mistresses, as you know, that I, I think very highly of and like to play with, but I would only be your slave because of the personal connection that you and I have developed. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about how we've done certain things like, you know, um, when my, my when my ego was in the way and I was kind of like getting annoyed or um, insulted by by your ways, um, I wouldn't allow for for you to to speak your mind. Basically, I would just be like, you know, that's that's not okay and um, that's disrespectful and and just kind of like shut down, just shut down that line of communication and. You know, since then, I don't, you know, as I've learned, I don't do that as much. There's still, you know, um, even though I don't do that, I'm not kind of like backing down as a mistress at all. There's none of that happening. I'm not putting myself in a lower position. I think that might be um, maybe the fear of some mistresses that they might be seen as weak or something like that if they let their submissive speak, but I encourage, since I started encouraging little Dickie to talk to me more and tell me his feelings and, um, you know, kind of let me figure out why he's hurt. Then I started understanding him more. I started having more compassion for him and, um, and just more humbleness in kind of taking responsibility of what I did in the situation to cause him pain. And I mean, then I realized I didn't want to do that. Anymore. So, um, go ahead. Um, may I, may I respond to that mistress? So, um, I, mm-hmm. what you just said, I think is, is actually quite important, uh, in terms of how our relationship developed, 
because it used to be if I had a, a, an issue that I wanted to raise or was hurt about something, I felt like you were trying to squelch me, just shut me down, don't say a word, just stop, you're not allowed to say that, it's not, you know, you can't do that. And I, I rebelled against that constantly. And that's why we had a lot of the difficulties we had at times, because I can't be squelched. Um, since then, instead of it being um, a top-down directive from you to me, um, it's become a dialogue about why I feel as I do. And, I, and as I've told you many times, I don't claim that every time I feel hurt, I'm right, or I don't claim that it's reasonable. Um, but you listen to me now, and you let me tell you, and then we have a, a discussion, as opposed to uh, in past times when um, you would just basically tell me, you know, don't you ever say that to me again. And um, mm -hmm. we would not have we, we would not have developed the relationship we have if, if, if that hadn't been a growth on both of our parts. Because also I, I try now to be more respectful when I raise with you the issues that I feel bad about. I used to send you texts that I'm mad at you. I don't do that anymore. And so I think we I think that instead of sort of firing off emotionally or impulsively, you and I have learned to interact substantively about how we feel and to each of us attempt to appreciate the other's feelings. Mhm. Mm yes, so I think that maybe your respect for me grew and, um, you know, you, you were more, you, you had more of a, a desire to show a higher level of respect for me. Once I started respecting your feelings more, I think that that was a lesson for, um, to us and how important mutual respect is in, in a relationship like this, because especially in this power dynamic type of relationship, we can sometimes forget, um, that, there's got to be mutual respect from, you know, coming both ways. And, and it, it can be, it can be dangerous in the, in a, in a dom sub relationship for, for this to get lost, you know, for that, the respect for the submissive to, to not be there as much. I mean, that, that's gotta be there and it doesn't take away the, it might even elevate how um how you see me as a dom so I, I think actually that the 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 give and take back and forth that we do about our relationship it actually makes me much more submissive to you um because mm. i feel like you care about me and in the past when you were when you would just sort of squelch me when i was hurt it, it was kind of a double whammy in the sense of i'm hurt i'm telling you i'm hurt and now you're telling me to shut up. Um, and now mm. when I tell you I'm hurt, that does, that's not the way it works anymore. It's always, let's talk about it. Let's have a call. Let's talk about it. We'll work this out. And it's made me want to be more submissive to you because I have more trust in you that you mm. care about me. And that, that, that it's, mm. not, it's not just someone who's just trying to bully me. It's someone who, who cares about me. And once our mm -hmm. relationship to block, to, 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 I've said blossom too many times, once our relationship mistress to um, get better. Uh, and so I think the, the, mm -hmm. the, um, 
your willingness to listen to my, to my concerns and evaluate them and talk about them doesn't detract at all from our DS relationship. I think it actually um, makes it stronger because I feel more comfortable being submissive to you now than I used to when we used to fight. Mm, that's really, really good to know. And I don't think I've heard you say that before in that, that way exactly. So that's, that's really, really great. Um, to know that you become even more submissive to me as I, as my, as I guess, um, when I become more vulnerable, when I become more vulnerable and, um, and begin to honor your feelings more and hear you and see you, you know, uh, because the submissive is, it's just their role. They don't want to be invisible. They want to be seen. They want to be understood and, and all of that. And, um, you know, behind the role, behind the roles that we play, we're human beings. We're just we're the same, right? So I think that it has really enhanced our GS a lot. And, um, you know, the, it's, it, I made that step. It has to come from the mistress to make that step to, to respect the sub more and hear him and understand him. I, I think that's entirely true, mistress. And I, and I think that, um, DS is hard, um, for someone who's not submissive. It requires an enormous amount of trust, uh, in the Dom. Um, and for me, cause I, the, the nature, I'm not inherently submissive. Um, it was easy for me to think that, um, you didn't care about me when I would, we would have fights. And, um, through the, mm -hmm. the, the relationship we've developed over the years, um, I no longer think that. And so it builds a deeper trust. And I think you talked about earlier a little bit about how we have done some fairly intense things. And I don't think we could do those mm -hmm. things if we hadn't developed the trust. I, in fact, I know I couldn't do those things if we hadn't developed the trust mm -hmm. that we have and, and created the knowledge in my head that you care about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, it's a win-win all the way. It's, you know, um, honoring the feelings of this, like if, if it's the Dom has to, like I said, the Dom has to, has to make this happen because we're, we're leading the relationship, right? This is an FLR female led relationship. And so I have to make the step to, okay. Um, really want to understand my sub really want to know him, understand him and care so much about his feelings to change, you know, for the mistress to do that, to change herself, uh, it really builds the trust level in, in our relationship as two people, just two people who care about each other and then deep deepens the DS and then deepens the play. And then everything is just like, there's no limits. We don't know <laughs> where we're going because <laughs> we've just gone everywhere. We've done pretty, we've done, okay. In our play, we've done everything. Little Dicky has taken everything that I do, which is a lot. <laughs> Plus his little perverted mind has come up with <laughs> things that I've never heard of, or he's never seen on the internet. 
And we're doing those things now. (laughs) Yeah. We do have fun, mistress. (laughs) We do have fun. We do. And it's kind of out there sometimes, but I love it. It's getting more and more out there all the time. And it's it's surprising. I think it surprises both of us. (laughs) No, I think that, that if you recall back when I first approached you, I was probably the most anxious. um, Oh, yeah. Sub. Uh, client ever. Yeah. Like I was like skittish about everything. Yes. Huge Um, list of limits. (laughs) Right. Right. It was, it was close. It was easier to, to identify what I would do than what I wouldn't because I wouldn't do so many things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and I remember, I, I just remember being very, it's, it's been a very evolutionary process in terms of play. Um, and I'm very grateful for it. Uh, I love what we do. Um, I get a little scared when you say we're going to keep doing more and more things because, you know, <laughs> but I love what we do. Yeah. Well, you know, it's true. You know, it's just going to, I do know it's true. You know, it's true. Um, so yeah, little Dickie used to actually tell other doms that he was a light player. <laughs> and I was like, no, you aren't because you've done this and this and this and this with me. And, um, uh, and now we're doing things that we just, we, we can't tell. We can't even tell people. <laughs> no, Mr. Sid, and, and you banned me from saying, I used to say I'm a lightweight and you banned me from saying mm-hmm. that. I have a prohibition against saying I'm a lightweight. Yeah. Yeah. It's against the rules. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's so wonderful about DS relationships is that like you and I, we're so, so I love little Dickie. Like we're going to be together forever. And I know that. Um, and we're so close and I know that if we if we would have met in some normal vanilla situation, we would probably just, you know, we'd pass each other on the street or we'd, we wouldn't even say hi to each other in a Starbucks. It wouldn't like nothing that wouldn't happen. <laughs> we would not know each other. Um, but because of this, because of DS, because, because of our love of BDSM and kink, we, we have this very special relationship that we've built that is so intimate. I mean, it's, it's so, so very intimate. Um, and that kind of intimacy, you can't explain it. It's, it's very unique to, to people who understand kink and what that's like. So I, um, as you know, mistress, there's another mistress friend of yours who, um, has a personality that's similar to my, Mm -hmm. mine. Um, and, she and I have agreed we would be friends in real life, mm-hmm. uh, even though our kinks don't really match up. Um, and I agree with you that um, were it not for BDSM, you and I would not have developed a relationship because we're kind of very different people. Um, and I don't want to, unless you want me to, I, want, I don't want to go into how we're very different people, but we're very different people. But the trust and the BDSM and and the DS binds us together in a way that is unique to me. Yeah. Yes. And because, you know why it's because kink and BDSM, it, it kind of makes us look inside of each other's, it makes us kind of like see each other to, in the soul level, if that makes sense. It's like, it's so, it, it, it bypasses the personality you know, into something 
deeper. So what we're, what we're really being with each other is, is kind of more, um, of our core selves with all of those personality things falling away. But at the same time, we're also playing these roles. So it's so it's, there's so many facets to it. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. I think that, um, that the, the trust creates freedom to play and the freedom to play creates, um, more activity that we both enjoy. And I think the more activity that we both enjoy, the, the greater the trust becomes. And so over time, the relationship becomes deeper and deeper. And I mean that in a good sense of deeper and deeper. Um, because there are, th I've told you this before, mistress, there are things that we've done that I would never have thought in the, in the world I would ever do. <laughs> um, and I've enjoyed them. Uh, and I, and I trust you to, to engage in those activities with me, but it wouldn't, I couldn't do that without the bond that we've created. And I mean, when we're playing my personality, which is fairly strong in most contexts kind of, uh, evaporates, although it pops up every once in a while, but mostly I, um, I enjoy the play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can see, as you've pointed out in my eyes, when they turn black, that, <laughs> that I enjoy the play. <laughs> um, I do. I do see that. Yeah. Just... Dickie pointed out, uh, to me for the first time I've ever heard this, he said, mistress, I know when you're, um, really into something that we're doing because your eyes turn bl really black. And I was like, really? What do you mean? And he said, he said, you, you actually looked this up on the internet, right? You said you, you I did. What did you, I what, what did you do? What did you Google? Um, so I had, had, had heard and believed that when one gets, um, excited, uh, the pupils dilate. Uh, <laughs> and so, which means that, you know, the pupils get bigger and they're black. And so, um, I can tell at times with, uh, Mr. Stami, with you. Mr. Damiana, that um, your eyes, which are dark anyway, the, when the pupils dilate, they get quite black because <laughs> I think you're probably having fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that usually happens when I'm hurting you <laughs> really bad. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I believe that to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's when you're hurting me really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's also, it's, it's actually a lot, just, I mean, I, I hope this is okay. It's, it's very fun to play because when you, when you do that, um, sometimes you ask me, are my eyes black? <laughs> <laughs> now I do. Since, since you told me that it's only yes. been like a few weeks since you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that can be like, uh, a sadist test, right? It's kind of like, check the pupils. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and I've noticed that with, um, one of your friends when yeah. she's, um, being that way was mm. sort of like, wow, your eyes got really dark, which I think is symbolically <laughs> really cool. It's sort of like, <laughs> yeah, I had never heard this before, um, from any, any sub, but you're like, there's actually like 
a, a mistress light detector <laughs> or I, I don't know, <laughs> sadist check, um, that you can tell, like I, I was telling Dickie that when I can tell when you're being really submissive by your gauge on the lower half of your body, <laughs> if that's excited, then I can tell how submissive you are. Um, so now there's a, there's a test that we know to, <laughs> if anybody wants to test their Dom, um, how sadistic they are. Check, check the pupils. <laughs> yeah. So, um, is there anything we've missed? Cause we've talked about this stuff before. Um, um. I, I, I think I've got a thought here. Um, remember yours. I remember you telling me that other doms wouldn't have given you the chance that I ha I have because you would have annoyed them too much. Um, and that, and I think you've said something to, to the effect of like that. I'm the only Dom that has wanted to put up with you or something like that. Right. So I, I, I think what, what I've said, mistress one is, um, I know from one of your friends that at one point when you and I were having conflict, uh, your friend, who I like very, very much, um, told me that she advised you to dismiss me mm. as your slave. Mm -hmm. um, and um, sometimes, um, like if you look on Twitter, um, you get an impression about um, pro-doms and doms um, based on what they tweet. And I, I think I, I think it's probably for a lot of them a false impression in terms of how they would actually interact with you if they knew you. Mm -hmm. But it, it's definitely not the kind of warmth. Um, and it's a lot more. And, and, and I, I mean, I understand that. Like if, if you if you're a pro dom, you can't um, let people suck up all your time who are wasting your time or being difficult. Mm -hmm. Um but I th and, and so I think that the, the tweets discourage mm -hmm. that kind of behavior, which I think is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they convey an impression that um, pro doms are much colder mm -hmm. and and mercenary mm -hmm. than they really are, mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. least in my experience, from the ones I know. Um, and so I think that that um, one, I, I truly don't. I mean, I, I truly know some of your friends wouldn't have put up with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that for sure. I, there's no question about that. Um, you know, but I think that. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I want to talk about why I put up with you, though, because I have dismissed slaves. You know, I'm not a put up with everybody type of mistress. Um, I, I mean, I, I, if someone doesn't follow instructions, and they're, you know, they want to apply for a session or whatever, and they're just like. They're not going through the process that I'm, I'm asking them to do. They're gone. You know, I don't, I don't put up with that, but be, the reason why I've, it's not even a put up, but the reason why I, I've, I have appreciated the way you, um, respond to my requests is that you change, like you actually do what you say you're going to do. You know, you don't say something to me and then not show up afterwards with the action that to back it up, you actually do it. Um, 
I've also dismissed a slave who said to my face something like promises and and um, and then they'll turn around and say something, say, say the opposite thing to someone else. Like, you know, and you don't do that. You have so much integrity and I trust who you are. There's no two-facing here. Like you're not, you're not doing that. So that is one of the, one of the reasons why I, I have, I value you and, and want to keep going with this. I'm grateful to hear that because I, I actually pride myself on um, owning who I am in terms of this is who I am. If I say this, it's true. Um, I won't say it if it's not true. Um, and and I, I do I do understand. I mean, I, I don't like people who who um, you can't trust. And I think it's sort of, it, it kind of doubles back to the DS relationship. Like I couldn't have a, you as my mistress if I didn't trust you. Um, and I don't know why you would want me as your slave if you didn't trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think because we both have that, you know, we, we both have high integrity as people and we, we say and do what we say we're going to do. And we say we want to improve and then we actually do do it. Then it works. You know, like I think that we're both, we both believe in a progressive upward growth direction. You know, there's definitely no stagnancy here. I agree with that. Although it it kind of um, turns back into my head to the kink where you say, I'm going to do this to you someday. And you tell me, I always do what I'm going to tell you I'm going to do. So it's, a, it's, it's, I appreciate your honesty and, and integrity, uh, but sometimes it can be scary. <laughs> well, I want that to always be that. I always want it to be scary. <laughs> yes, mistress. Yes. So I think we've really fleshed it out, Dickie. Thank you, mistress. Yeah. It was, it was good to talk to you this way. Yes, I like it. I like I like it, and and I hope that some points um, of what are uh, in our discussion have helped people think about stuff. You know, I I think I, I can I just make one last comment, sure. Mistress? So um, when I came to you, I was not looking for anything that would be other than just sort of, you know, hit me here, do that to me there and those sorts of things. Um, and the thing that surprised me uh, in an enormously ple- pleasant way is that as we've come to know each other, we've developed a relationship that is meaningful to me, both in terms of, you know, hitting me there and doing those things to me that that way, um, but that um, I've developed a friend who I care deeply about um, and we have explored um, lots of activities that I believe we mutually enjoy, some of which neither of us expected to enjoy. <laughs> um, and so I think that um, for anyone, I, I mean, I don't know who the audience is for this, but anyone who's looking to see a pro-dom, do a ton of research, but definitely do it because it's worked out perfectly for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that same thing from other subs who've said 
you know, I wish I would have started this sooner or I, I wish I would have met you sooner or I wish I would have just kind of, um, valued myself more to be able to say, Hey, it's like, I'm just going to do this, you know? So it's a, it's a BDSM is a, an incredible journey that I hope everybody, if you have even a glimmer of curiosity about it, go for it. You got to explore it. It's, it's, and explore it with the right person. What Dickie said, what you just said is, is really important. Do your research because not everyone is going to have, um, a high level of valuing the self, the valuing the, uh, you know, the, in, the best interest of the submissive in mind, you know, a lot of people who, who are in this industry are very self are selfish. I guess it would be just selfish, you know, like, um, either doing it for the money or doing it because they are using it as an outlet for aggressions that come from someplace else or something, you know, so f really find out who the person is and find out what their motives are. Um, and, you know, I think Dickie, you said that you researched for a whole year before you decided on, on booking a session with me. I researched I, for a year and smart. spent that time building, building up my uh, nerve to see you. I think probably at one point, um, during that time, I probably had memorized your website I certainly remember your Massive Attack song that used to play. <laughs> um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so, and, and so you don't have to research for a year like Tiki did, but. <laughs> yeah, but no one should do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do your research and, and find out who the person is and find out w what their belief systems are about BDSM um, and really use your intuition and feel out is this, does this person have my best interest in mind or will they, you know, when we, when we go into sessions? So, yeah. All right, Dickie, this was fun to talk to you like this and, uh, thank you, mistress. See, I you in a, it. see you in a couple days for session. <laughs> yes, mistress. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, mistress. Once I started hearing and respecting Dickie's feelings more, his level of respect for me increased. Mutual respect is so important in this power dynamic type of relationship. We can sometimes forget that there's got to be mutual respect coming from both sides. When this gets lost, it can hurt or cost the relationship. I believe that my respect for Dickie's feelings even elevated how he sees me as a dom. He says it makes him much more submissive to me because he feels like I care about him and he has more trust in me. The important thing to remember is that there's an important distinction between being a dom and being a bully. A bully doesn't care about the other person's feelings. My willingness to evaluate and talk about Dickie's feelings doesn't detract at all from our DS relationship. It makes it stronger because he feels much more comfortable and safe being submissive to me. Being submissive doesn't mean they want to be invisible. All subs want to be seen and understood. And to be submissive requires an enormous amount of trust in the Dom. 
I have grown so much as a person and as a Dom throughout this journey with Little Dicky. In the beginning of our relationship, when he acted in unruly ways that I wasn't used to in a sub, I saw it as disrespectful and it made me treat him with anger and dismissiveness. But the more I opened my heart and listened to his feelings and tried to understand him, it gave him the reassurance that he needed to feel safe in the relationship. I learned that I was still the one in control and always had been, and that I am always in control of the level of harmony in this relationship. This learning and growth transferred over to how I handle my other DS relationships, and to all my relationships for that matter. The amount of personal growth and learning that I have gained through my relationships with all my personal slaves has been exponential. The process of working things out with them has helped me keep my ego in check and taught me a lot about how to be a good person and in turn a good dom. I am in the elevated position in the DS relationship, but I am not a better person. When I have been in the wrong and apologized for hurting my slave's feelings, humbling myself in this way and showing that I care makes my slaves respect me even more than before. Conflict and hurt feelings will happen in any close relationships, and DS1s are no exception. We are all human, after all, and we all feel human emotions. And when conflicts come up, we resolve them on a human-to-human -human level. Underneath our DS relationships, the foundation of friendship is always there. Real friendship and caring for one another as people has to be there, otherwise the relationship is not sustainable. This goes for all relationships. But the difference in DS is that the understanding and quality of deference and respect from slave to mistress is always there, in and out of the scene. That's what sets it apart from vanilla relationships and makes it magical. It is my adamant belief that when a DS relationship has a high level of respect, commitment, and communication from both parties, success, closeness, and happiness is guaranteed. I'd like to send a very special thanks to all my Patreon members. This podcast is fully supported by your patronage, and it means so much to me to know that what I'm doing here is appreciated and of value to you. Sending a personal thank you to Duchess Amanda Lorian, Andre, Madame, Domina Flora, Sub Pussy, Richard L.T., DJW, Yvette R., Keith F., Mistress Olivia Holloway, Mistress Velvet, Tracy C., Andrea, Annette K., Betty, Bill B., Bill W., Chris M., Giannina M., Heavenly M., Jake, Caro K., Natsu Samal, Sylvie, David W., Priestess Francesca, Mike L., Reelback96, some A. And many thanks to my editor, the lovely Mistress Persephone Rose. Thank you for listening to Lightworkers Who Play in the Dark. I love providing valuable BDSM content to my community, so if you would like to support this podcast, please become my patron by going to patreon.com slash PhD. My patrons receive different benefits, like asking questions for Q&A episodes, free access to Conscious King Community, and
and personal video chats with me on a weekly basis. The Patreon link and other links to my different websites, where you can apply for BDSM sessions, kink-centered life coaching, the Evolutionary Dominatrix Academy, and Conscious Kink Community, can all be found on DamianaChiPhD.com. You can also connect with me on social media at DamianaChiPhD. If you love the show, please share and subscribe. And until next time, sending love and kinky blessings to you all.